Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. We're continuing our study of faith this week, and we'll be focusing on faith for several weeks because I believe faith is the foundation for living a victorious life, and we need to learn as much as we can about how to build our faith, how to increase our faith, the dynamics of how faith works, and how to use our faith to open doors. And then we need to learn how to stand in our faith when we've done all we know to do to stand. Everything in life is based on how we walk by faith. It is the number one priority in our life. And then everything in life is affected by our faith. We need to learn about faith before we can learn about love because we have to learn how to love some people by faith. The greatest and primary motivator is our love, but faith works through love. This is why faith is more important than love. Let's look at obedience. We can't be obedient without faith. I love this example. Have you ever taken your tithe to the local church? Unless you know how faith works, you have to use your faith to give away 10% of your income to a God that you cannot see. And what about prayer? We must have faith to believe a God we cannot see who is going to hear us when we pray and then answer what we ask Him for simply because we believe His Word. Everything in the kingdom of God is activated and accessed by our faith. That's why understanding how faith works and developing our faith must be our top priority. Since faith is our number one priority, today I'll be sharing that faith is an action, and in the weeks ahead, I'll build on this foundation. So let's begin with reading Matthew 6, 30-32 in the New King James Translation. It says, Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Let's look at the last part of verse 32 for a moment. It says, The Gentiles seek. When you look at the word seek, this is an action word. You can't sit and just believe something. If you're seeking something, you are doing something. And verse 33 tells us to seek the kingdom of God first, and then everything else will be added to us. This is a kingdom nugget, or what I call a key to walking a victorious life. When you seek the kingdom of God first, you will discover how to get all the other things that you're seeking after. Then you'll have to do something to get it. You have to take action and act on what you believe, which is exercising your faith. Now let's look at Matthew 8, 
5 through 10. It says, Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. The key words in this passage is great faith in verse 10. Jesus said, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. The centurion's faith was activated when he said something. He knew his authority. However, he had to put it into action by using his faith-filled words. We have to exercise our authority by speaking the word of God. Now, the centurion knew Jesus was a man of authority, and his spoken word was the same as Jesus coming and laying hands on his servant. So great faith is activated by the action of speaking the word of God and not just believing the word of God. If the centurion had just believed Jesus could do something, but never came to Jesus and asked him to heal his servant, his servant would not have been healed. What he believed about Jesus would still be true, but it would not have affected his servant. Let's look at Matthew 8, 23-26 in the New Living Translation. It says, When he got into the boat, the disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm in the sea, so that the boat was being covered with the waves. But Jesus himself was asleep. And they came to him and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. He said to them, Why are you afraid, you men of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and it became perfectly calm. When we look at these verses, we see the calm came after Jesus took action and spoke to the waves. Jesus asked the disciples why they had little faith, which meant they didn't take the action against the storm. They could have done the same thing Jesus did when he took action by getting up from his nap and rebuking the winds and the sea. The disciples believed in Jesus. However, the results they saw were based on the action Jesus took to calm the storm. Faith is not just believing something. It's acting on what you believe. Now, on a side note, I want to encourage you that if you have storms in your area or when a storm cloud comes rolling in and they're saying tornadoes, they're saying thunderstorms, they're saying hurricanes, God has given you the authority to stand up and to speak to that wind, speak to those storms and say, peace, be still, rebuke the wind and demand it to be calm, just like Jesus did. Uh, We live in northwest Alabama. We've had several tornadoes and thunderstorms, and my family has done this. And we can watch the storm come to the Alabama-Mississippi line, and it will just split and go around north Alabama. And that is just confirmation that the word works. Now, let's look at Matthew 23, 23 in the New Living Translation. It says, What sorrow awaits you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees? Hypocrites, for you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens, but you ignore the more important aspects of the law, 
justice, mercy, and faith. You should tithe, yes, but do not neglect the more important things. Let's look at the action words in this verse, which indicate faith instead of believing. The first is pay, the second is justice, and the third is mercy. All of these words show faith in action. Another good example of faith being an action is found in Mark 10, 46-50 in the New Living Translation. It says, Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped, and he said, Tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. The actions that showed Bartimaeus had faith in these verses are first, he heard. We know that faith comes by hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ, according to Romans 10.17 in the New Living Translation. When Bartimaeus heard it was Jesus coming, he began to cry out to Jesus to have mercy on him, which was another action. When they called Bartimaeus, he threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. All these actions show Bartimaeus' faith that Jesus could give him his eyesight. If Bartimaeus just believed, he would not have taken action to get up and run to Jesus. Let's read on in Matthew 10, 51 and 52. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Jesus said his faith has made him well. Has is present tense, which means that he was already well. And then it says Bartimaeus received his sight, which is another action. Jesus didn't even touch Bartimaeus. When we look at this passage, we see Bartimaeus acted on his faith by hearing crying out, throwing off his coat, jumping up, running to Jesus, and then receiving the power that was available to him through Jesus. I want to take a minute and encourage you today. Do you have sickness in your body? Do you need healing or increase in your finances? Have you asked God for something that hasn't manifested in the natural realm? This passage is your example of how to receive it. This is your key. Take action. Cry out to God. Throw off your old garments, which is your old way of thinking. Get up and run to Jesus. He will tell you the same thing he told Bartimaeus. Go your way. Your faith has made you well. Then you must take another step of action. Receive by faith what you've asked of Jesus, because the power is present. When you're in His presence, your need has been met. You have to believe you receive, according to Mark eleven twenty four, which says, I tell you to pray for anything, and if you believe that you receive it, it will be yours. 
Once you believe you receive it, you begin to confess it. You can say something like, I believe I'm healed. I take it by faith. I believe all my debts are paid. I receive supernatural debt cancellation and I take it by faith. I believe all my needs are met according to your riches and glory. Then, the next step is to see yourself with it. And once you see yourself with it, you're going to stop crying, you're going to stop begging God, and you're going to stop complaining that you don't have it. And the next thing you know, it will manifest in your life. You have to stick with saying your confession and fight that good fight of faith that 1 Timothy 6.12 tells us to fight. Because Satan is not going to give up easy. I'm not giving him credit. I want to prepare you to fight your enemy. When you recognize his scheme, you can be quick to defeat him. He will try to discourage you, intimidate you, tell you that your faith isn't working because you don't see any changes and you don't feel any better and you don't see a change in your bank accounts. But you have to answer those thoughts verbally. You have to say, I don't care what I see or how I feel. I'm not moved by what I see and how I feel. I'm only moved by the Word of God. I have what I believe because the Word of God says it's mine, and I receive it now. That is how faith works. You stay on the Word of God and keep confessing the promise. Never give up on what the Word of God will produce in your life. You will have to be willing to stand on the unchangeable Word of God and prepare yourself to stand until you receive the dreams and the desires that God has put in your heart. This is how I've lived for the past 25 years. Sometimes I've failed because my faith has been weak. When this happens, God just encourages me and I go back to the Word and I remind myself of His promises in regards to my request. I stir myself up with the Word of God and I build my faith. I speak the Word of God and then I can believe I receive. I had to learn instead of being jealous because someone had something that I wanted that God wants me to have it also. All I have to do is prepare my heart with His Word, find my promise to build my faith, and release my faith with my faith-filled words to receive it by believing He has good plans for me and wants to bless me just like He did someone else because the Word says He's no respecter of persons. God wants us to have it all because John 10.10 tells us, My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. The rich, satisfying life is available to anyone that is willing to stand in faith and receive it by faith and then stand firm according to Ephesians 6.13. And you will win. You will walk in victory. As we have learned in this lesson, faith is an action, acting on what you believe. Faith works. Acting on the Word of God means you say and talk what the Word of God says instead of saying what your circumstances are saying to you. You speak the solution to your problems instead of the problem. This is what causes faith to work. You must be willing and committed to take a stand and stick with it until you see it manifest in your life. As I close today, I want to remind you that faith is not something you try. It's something you do. It's a way of life. It's an action, and it will cause you to live a victorious life every day of your life. God created you to win, and He created you to live the abundant life. And you do that by walking in faith. As I tell you every week, God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you with an everlasting love, and He has great plans for your life. 
And he wants you to know today that if you have messed up and you feel like there's no way of coming back to him, the first step is just to say, God, I ask you to forgive me and get me back on the right track. And the good news is, He doesn't put you at the end of the line. He puts you right back in line where you were. Now, if you would like more information on how to live the victorious life, I invite you to visit my website, luciaclaiborne.com, and sign up for my daily emails, Faith Builders for Victorious Living, and my monthly email, Victory Thoughts. Then, plan to join me next week as we continue our series on faith and learn how to activate our faith.